It's time for Promo Corner's Industry Insider with Jeff Franklin, Stephen McFadden, Meg Herber, and Bill Petrie. Each Monday, they discuss, dissect, and debate a single issue impacting the world of promotional marketing from every industry perspective. The Industry Insider is only available at Promo Corner, the leader in digital marketing for the promotional products industry. Now, here's Jeff, Stephen, Meg, and Bill. And welcome to another edition of the Industry Insider Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Bill Petrie. With me, as always, are three people I'll get to at a time of my choosing. But first, <laughs> but first, but first, I'd be remiss, remiss if I didn't thank our fabulous sponsor for this episode, T for Two. You know, they've been servicing the promotional products industry and independent brokers for almost 20 Four years. That means they've been doing it for 23 years, for those of you math challenged. They've been doing that for 23 years. They provide garments plus printing at some of the lowest, most cost-effective prices in the industry. And they're, they're with you through all phases of design, including screen printing, direct-to-garment, dye sublimation, heat transfers, embroidery. They're going to help you out wherever you need. So if you're interested in learning more, head, uh, why don't you go ahead and shoot them an email as opposed to head over to their website. Marketing at T, that's T-E-E, Four F O R and the number two dot net. That's T E E F O R number two dot net. You won't be sorry you did. Now I mentioned I have uh, three co-hosts with me as I always do on this uh, fabulous podcast. And now is the time of my choosing, where I'll introduce them. We got Jeff Franklin, who's a national account manager over at Headwear USA. Hey, what's up, everybody? I got Stephen McFadden, president of Perfect Promotions and More. Hello. And I've got Meg Erber, outside sales manager for SNS Activewear. Ahoy! So, given everything that's go- welcome everybody, good to hear you guys. So, given everything that's going on, I thought we would talk about the pros and cons of hitchhiking. It seems like that's probably what people want to talk about. Does that sound yeah. good to you guys? Yeah, for I think sure. so. Yeah. But hold on, from what perspective? The hitchhiker or the, the, the hitchhike Well, and I think that's the real question, Jeff. Right. Is it the person picking up the hitchhiker or is it the person on the side of the road with their thumb out or perhaps their leg you know, out there trying to attract a driver? So many questions, but honestly, that would be tone deaf if we talked about that. We're going to talk about the uh, corona, coronavirus, excuse me, the coronavirus and how it's impacting suppliers in the industry. Uh, the next one, we'll talk about distributors because everybody's being impacted by this. And this is just going to be a free-form conversation. We haven't really uh, uh, pre-planned this, so buckle up, everybody. So obviously, suppliers have been impacted. A lot of states have a uh, mandated closures for um, uh, non-essential businesses, and that would include the vast majority of promotional product suppliers. How are you guys holding up, especially Meg, you, and you, Jeff? Wow. Uh, I'm holding up. I'm doing things I think that I normally wouldn't do. Uh, It's just been really tough. I think the whole trying to balance working from home, having all these children here, trying to keep your house clean, trying to make sure that there's food and supplies. It's very overwhelming and very stressful. And I think it's all starting to get to us. Um, I really have no idea how long we've been quarantined. I think it's been different for everybody. Um, I think my approach has been just to really just try to reach out and motivate everybody else that's been my means of motivation if I'm getting them motivated it kind of motivates me Um, I've been doing like online yoga classes I'm not necessarily teaching them but my yoga studio is and they're offering them for free for everybody which is amazing because it's such a hard workout my at my yoga place and it's really nice to like kind of get outside your head for an hour and just not think about what's going on. And it really Meg, I've, I've attempted some of those poses. They're uh, hard, right? <laughs> <laughs> I 
Well, it's good though, because it's like, it really takes your mind off of the day to day and you're so focused and you can just set an intention and really just, it's really hard. Like it's not regular yoga. It's like yoga and steroids. So, um, (laughs) and if anyone is interested, just send me a message. I'll invite you. It's great. Also, I just read today that Adidas is putting out, um, is offering their premium membership on their app for free for the next couple months, which is amazing. They have yoga, running, all kinds of stuff. I already had the Adidas app on my phone, but I didn't use it because I was like, I'm not paying for that right now. But now that I have it and it's free, I'm all on board. Um, And as far as work is concerned, I really had to get creative in my marketing approaches. Um, In the very beginning, we did like a quarantine and Netflix flyer, um, you know, obviously, or Netflix and quarantine, sorry, messed that up already. Um, And just trying to, just find different creative ways to reach out to our customers. I know um, Jeremy Picker, uh, I see him on social media all the time. He put out an idea and I actually just collaborated with my coworkers, Jason, and we put together this fundraising kind of idea source for the restaurant and bar industry where, you know, you put out this flyer and give you all kind of marketing ideas and how to make money and how to be profitable and, and for your customers to be profitable. It's all like a whole fundraising uh, idea. And, and he is doing that as well. And I think it's a really good idea. We have to be creative. We have to look at markets that are still buying. We can't just sit at home in front of our computer and cry about this, unfortunately. We really have to, here's the thing. We were put in these positions as brand experts to be brand experts. The world revolves around advertising. I mean, think about it. How productive would your brand be if you weren't advertising it? Answer me that. What would you guys get out of a brand if it wasn't being advertised? I mean, you might get like referrals, right? You might just say, oh, it has a really cool package. I might pick that up off the shelf, but that's still some sort of form of advertising. This is our time, guys. This is our time. And that is definitely a Goonies reference, but it is our time to shine. We have to work harder. We have to be more creative. We have to be, we have to do whatever we can to keep the business flowing and to help other people drum up business. That was Complete, my, yeah, that was complete, my pitch. That was my Goonies pitch. Completely agree. I've, I've, I've never seen the Goonies, so. <laughs> Are you serious? I'm dead serious. Wow. Shut the, why? I, what I is wrong with you? I thought you were seriously kidding. Do you really want to get you want to list how many things are wrong with me and where that fits into that <laughs> I don't know that this 20-minute podcast will be sufficient for that conversation. I, I'm not either, so what's your, what's your point, Cha-Cha? All right, when we All hang right. up, you need to go and watch The Goonies and then report back to us on Monday because this is huh. just blasphemy. Yeah, <laughs> Goonies is a good movie, man. You should definitely I've, give I've that never a seen. I've never seen The Goonies, sorry. Um, so, Jeff, how are you holding up there? Yeah, so Hidware is doing okay. Um, you know, we're we're a global business, so I think it's it's definitely affecting us even on a global scale. Uh, you know, we're in Australia, New Zealand, UK, here in the United States, and in Canada, and it's affecting everybody. I mean, this is a global pandemic, so uh, you know, it's it's not easy times, and I certainly don't want to make light of the situation because you know I'm thankful that I still have a job. I'm thankful that uh, you know we're we're healthy you know the family's good and uh you know as meg said you know kids being at home i'm sure if you turn the radio up uh or your your phone or whatever you're listening to the, on this uh or listening to this podcast on uh you'll hear the little pitter patter of feet uh up above me from time <laughs> to time so um it's it's definitely uh you know a bit of a change for sure um i think there we've made uh, a couple cuts uh, you know, to staff uh, more for production reasons than anything else. Uh, and when I say production, I mean their ability to produce. Um, but ultimately, uh, you know, when you've got something like this that is sort of forcing your hand in those matters where you would potentially have additional time to make those decisions, uh, you know, it, it's sort of a, a tough 
tough thing to do or to, to go through. But I'm thankful for, you know, the fact that I've still got a job and, you know, again, you know, not trying to make light of the situation because I know suppliers, you know, sales reps and, and you know, uh, across the board, you know, uh, people working for other suppliers are being, you know, let go of or furloughed or whatever the, the case may be. And, um, you know, I'm just, just, you know, hoping every day that, you know, I'm not seeing a casualty of, of a friend, you know, in, in that situation. Um, so... But I, I'm thankful that everything's good uh, with headwear right now. Uh, and like Meg said, you know, you just got to look at, you know, how you can sort of spin things around a little bit. You know, uh, there are still industries that are buying for sure. There's industries that are excelling right now, believe it or not. Um, and, you know, on top of that, uh, you know, if, if we're able to uh, sort of, uh, you know, weather the storm, so to speak, when this all does return to normalcy, I really do feel like there's going to be a bit of a gold rush on the end, on the back end. And, uh, you know, people are going to be anxious to spend, you know, the stimulus package is supposed to get voted on and, and get passed through. So, you know, people are going to have a little bit of extra money or they'll be able to take care of their, themselves in the short term. Uh, you know, so, uh, you know, just really hoping that uh, that everything turns out all right. But, you know, ultimately, when like I said, when it when it does return to some normalcy, you know, people are going to be anxious to buy. Events are going to get, um, you know, events are going to get, you know, either they were postponed and they're getting pushed to later in the year or they'll be rescheduled or whatever, you know, but I, I really do feel like people are really going to want to want to spend and get things back up and running as soon as possible. So we're all going to be sort of scrambling to get things, uh, yeah. you know, no, I I guess, think over the line. And so ultimately what I would say is, you know, in this downtime, you've got to spend a lot of time to be proactive. You know, that's the one thing that everybody always says they just don't have time to do in their normal day-to-day -day routine. Well, guess what? If you're working from home and the orders aren't coming through, then you've got a lot of downtime. And I would strongly advise that you take that time to be very proactive and strategic with what you're doing so that when you do come out of this thing on the back end, that you've got a ton of stuff in the pipeline and you can just be that much further ahead of the competition. Well, hey, guys, yeah. I wanted to, to ask you, I mean, I, I, don't, I think what was so shocking to me about all of this as it relates to suppliers is how essential a lot of the, um, you know, how, how many essential, deemed essential factories and stuff there were within inside the promo industry, um, you know, w whether it be because they can provide um, items that are being used at hospitals and, and resources yeah. that are actually used to fighting safety, construction, safety yep. and health. Yep. Um, I've also seen a lot of the factories um, repurpose their machinery and their stuff to sell things like masks and gowns and um, help source um, that. But I also, on the distributor side, I'm seeing how fragile the supply chain is, right? Because if even if, as Jeff mentioned, even if I'm a thousand percent proactive, you know, that's obviously a future play. And I know we'll talk about that a little bit with the distributors, because if I can't, if the factory's not open, you can't order. But I would love to talk about what you guys have seen from certain factories or different uh, suppliers who've kind of been part of the solution and part of the, um, how they've repurposed themselves and how they're helping with all of this. I, it seems amazing how many of, of our suppliers are are so involved in this process. It's it's really good to see that. It actually gives you all the good feels. You're like, you know what? I didn't like them, <laughs> but to see what they're but to see what they're doing for the community, I think it's amazing. Um, 
that one vendor will go unmentioned, but I do see people like Haynes. I love Haynes. I think they've done such a great job when, as far as giving back with Haynes for Education, number one. If you're not aware of that, they give 10 cents back to a school of your choosing every time you place an order for Haynes. And that includes Haynes, um, Champion, Comfort Wash, and Alternative. Then they mm. have the Haynes for Good, which is it shows you like the entire life cycle of the t-shirt. Um, and this is these two items have been going on for a while. And then I also... Hashtag healthcare. Um, I'm sorry, Haynes for healthcare. It wasn't theirs. I just did that, and they are actually <laughs> part of the solution, making making these masks. And it's just, it's really good to see that. And then they're being donated. Who else? Snugs. I think Snugs is doing this. Um, I talked to uh, one of the people over at Bella Canvas yesterday, and they're getting involved as well. And I was mm -hmm. like you guys this is amazing and it's really the time now to up your inventory on new styles colors and options for your usa made apparel i said here's the thing getting america back to work could be your guys next you know promo you you know you guys have the largest and cut largest dyer and cutter in the united states like yeah. let's do this let's 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 do this it's an election year it's great pr but i think they're working on something like that as well but they're also going to start making masks because they yeah, like i saw everything. that uh I saw that Numo um, has repurposed some of their their machinery so that they can cut and sew gowns um, in the regular cotton masks, not the N95s, but but still the the ones that are for more mass public. But um, you know, I saw Hexa um, out in uh, California who's sourcing the actual K the the KN95 masks as well. So there's lots of great resources. Did anyone have any clue? how vital the promo industry was when it came to hand sanitizers like did it did, did, did anyone realize like that we held no. like so much of the inventory of the world it seemed like in promo <laughs> that was a shock to me um i i don't know why i just assumed hospitals and schools and all that would have their own resources but then all of a sudden the the you know the wall comes down and it seems like promo is to the rescue um did it did it anyone see that Purell, coming like sell directly to them i mean yeah I, right that was that was a bit of a shock yeah i agree with you i just it uh it was a little eye-opening i just i didn't realize how integral yeah the promo industry was to helping solve a lot of the issues that are out there um well a lot of us think the uh, promotional products industry is integral to everything Stephen. but i'm glad you think it's only integral <laughs> to a certain segment of society um i want to touch on something jeff said earlier about you know um when when things get back to whatever the new normal is people want to want to buy and and you guys know i write a, a bi-weekly blog i find writing very cathartic in difficult times and i like uh, even in normal times and, and for the first time in a long time i've really been fighting with my blog and and i keep coming back to this theme of this came so quickly and disrupted everything so quickly destroyed things so quickly i think we all feel robbed i feel robbed don't you guys feel robbed? I like totally just, do. Yeah, I, mean, I know my kids feel robbed. You know, my, you I have know, a senior I, in high school. He's he's missing prom. He's missing graduation. I hope he's doing his homework. So he passes. <laughs> that's been the hardest. That's been the hardest thing here is just to get them to do their homework. But I do. I feel robbed for for all of them. They were born in that 9/11 era, and now this is they're not even mm -hmm. getting to graduate with their with their class. It's kind of sad. Yeah, I mean, I definitely understand where you're coming from. Um, I, I just. I don't know. I keep. I guess maybe I'm just the one that keeps like downplaying it because I just don't understand like why this thing is so 
so severe, you know, or why it's being ramped up uh, to what it is. Because I, I really think that, you know, there's a lot of overreaction uh, to something that doesn't really appear to be much worse than the flu. Uh, you know, I know people keep talking about, all oh, the death toll and, you know, how how fast it's being uh, spread. And That's the kicker right there. Uh, it's how fast you know, it's being spread, I think. Yeah, but I mean, if it's just a if it's just a cold or a flu to most people, you know, and there are even some people that are asymptomatic. I mean, you know, somebody was telling me that in Australia, they they think that you know up to like from twenty to sixty percent of the population could have it, and they just don't you just don't know because, you know, uh, and the governor of Maryland, uh, Larry Hogan, when he was uh, doing his little press conference earlier this week when he shut down the state of Maryland. Uh, you know, he had mentioned one of the questions was, you know, oh, well, we're seeing so many new cases every day, every day, you know, it keeps ramping up. And, you know, the governor said, look, you know, you're not seeing more cases because it's spreading that fast. You're seeing more cases because we're testing that much more each day, as opposed to, you know, before we could only test so many, that, you know, at a time. And now we're, we're ramping those measures up so we can test more people each day. So, yes, as as we test more people, of course, you're going to have more people that are actually testing positive. Um I don't know. I I I, I don't want to be that guy that's like downplaying it because I'm sure somebody out there has been affected by this thing dramatically. And yes, it's taking lives. But you know, just I'm trying to keep it in perspective as well. The flu kills sixty thousand people a year. Wow. So I mean, and you know, and I, mean, I think uh, to to your point, Jeff, it's I think what's affecting us uh, from a business standpoint isn't the actual virus or pandemic. It's the legislation and the being. Sh- sh- shut down and not being able to do right it's panic work right so i mean i don't think you're you're in not being sensitive to the actual virus i think you're you're frustrated by the the reaction and the well exactly because we wouldn't i don't feel like we would be robbed if if you know if it weren't for these enforced uh you know shutdowns and different legislation that's you know you know i i I get it like we should all you know practice social distancing and you know, we should do our our part in mitigating, you know, the spread of the virus. And I get it. I understand. You know, I just, it, it is, I don't know. Does anybody else, like, understand where I'm coming from here? Because I feel like I'm on an island. No, I can understand what you're saying. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're, I'm not on your island, Jeff. Sorry. I'm not oh, on your fair. island. <laughs> that's fair. I'm swimming away from your island because it's right, completely cool. infected. You're keeping COVID. six to eight feet away from his <laughs> island, right, Meg? <laughs> hey, I ain't getting no coronavirus. All right, I drink Budweiser. <laughs> so hey, have you guys, guys seen? Bill, Bill, was, Bill um, was waiting for that one. <laughs> I'm just curious. Have you guys seen what some of the like multi factories are doing? So, for example, like I saw Hub. Um, you know, they've obviously got like Hub Promotional Group. They've got multiple facilities across the country. So, I, I think I saw an announcement where Origadi was actually moving pieces to other factories to continue to do manufacturing. And I've actually seen that at um, other places where people are moving their inventory to stay, you know, alive a little bit longer, uh, to be able to produce just a little bit longer. Have you guys seen stuff like that? That to me is fascinating how creative and just, you know, mass movements of products. Uh, I mean, that just seems like a logistical nightmare. Um, but it is. Have, have I, you guys I, seen I some of that stuff? It. It's wild. I haven't seen it at all, which, but that, I'm, I'm surprised because it's such an, a huge undertaking, but kudos to them, man. That's really amazing. Right. That is crazy i i moved i helped move jetline from new york to south carolina and oh my god it's such a huge undertaking yeah it's, yeah, it's amazing <laughs> the steps the lengths people are going to um yeah and it's 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 very innovative and i think a lot of what's going to happen now is going to change how we do stuff even in the future mm-hmm. but um 
it is wild to see how this affects the suppliers in such a way that it does because it's it is very fragile you know once the factories are totally shut down it's done like what like jeff was saying what can you do um yeah i don't know i just uh, going back to my my topic i feel like i've maybe been able to formulate a bit of a, a better statement but honestly i think you know rather than reacting the way that everybody has reacted i feel like you know if you're if you are older or you are of some type of, uh, you know, predisposed, uh, you know, high health risk or whatever, then you should 100 percent, you know, quarantine yourself or, you know, mitigate that that chance of exposure. Um, And, you know, and because of FMLA and other legislation and things like that, you know, you could we could have, you know, potentially helped those folks through those times. But I feel like for the vast majority and I understand we're like we're trying to prevent, you know, the hospitals from being overrun and everything else, too. Like there's a whole slew of. Uh, you know, issues with this thing and people getting it so quickly. Like, I, I understand. Like, I'm not trying to be an ignorant moron, but at the same time, you know, I just feel like we are sort of overreacting a little bit. Um, but just on on that note also, I wanted to go back to sort of what we were talking about with uh, companies within the industry that were sort of uh, making changes to their production and stuff like that and the different things that we were doing. It's not just in our industry. It's actually kind of I'm, – I'm impressed with what, you know, companies are doing, you know, across the country and in all sorts of industries. I just read today that Airbnb is providing, like, uh, housing for, like, yes. 100,000 uh, health workers, workers yep. uh, you know, for free, basically. Uh, Dyson is, you know, the vacuum company. They're making, like, 15,000 new ventilators or something like that. Um, mm-hmm. You know, it's it's really cool. Uh, Hulu, you know, they're giving ABC News away for free. So, like, if you're a younger person like myself that's cut the cable and don't have access to news and you get your news feed from YouTube and whatever, now you've got another, you know, another avenue like that. Um, you know, PPAI, you know, when they put out uh, their, yes. their post, uh, you know, they've talked about, you know, uh, well, you know, we've had to cancel this and we've canceled that and, you know, so on and so forth. But, hey, like while we're in this downtime, take the advantage, take advantage of that and educate yourself. Like we're going to make everything on our online education platform free. And Correct me if yeah. I'm wrong, but I appreciate it. No, sure and I'm looking at it right now. And, th- and thank you, Paul Bellatone, for putting all that stuff out and, and, and really just showing us what a leader you are in this in this time like i think he's done a really good job of keeping everyone informed and putting together i'm like actually looking at the website right now and he's done a really good job i mean i'm sure it's all trickled down and he's not doing it himself but you know and also taking on talking with the government and all all that stuff just trying to there's that whole contractor thing going on and he's been a big advocate for all of us yeah yeah he was actually my promo person of the week on unscripted last week yeah uh, awesome. the first repeat winner of that whatever that means but <laughs> well deserving well deserving. Yeah. yeah i mean you talk a, about a steady leaders you, st- you talk about steady leadership in, in a time where uh we need it um and, and i know paul pretty well he, he i talked to him a few times this uh this past week and um he he is kind of uh he, he hates public speaking always has <laughs> i mean you never know it because he's so good at it yeah and i can't imagine what, how much he hated staring into a little mini uh, logitech camera for eight and a half minutes to record that but he did a hell of a job he did hey, and, and i think it would be um we'd be remiss if we didn't mention what's the website that uh ppi has out where the suppliers are posting their current state of operations um, do you guys know what i'm talking about i think, it, I think yeah. just go to the ppai websites okay. yeah uh, yeah i know the that they have a forum yes yep so if, if you if anyone's curious um there are there is a resource out there on ppi.org where you can see you know where all the suppliers are putting their information in one place to see 
which factories are open, how they're operating, any adjustments, uh, but to use that, that as a resource for the time being. Yeah, and it's not just PPAI either. Like ASI, Norm Cohen put out like a a really sort of thoughtful perspective, uh, awesome. you know, for, for, you know, his 70 years in the industry uh, and just sort of the resiliency of, of the promo industry. And I don't know how you guys feel about it, but I might like read the first paragraph or two of what he put out there because I think it's kind of encouraging. Um, but basically he, what he wrote was, I'm an 87-year-old man. I've lived in the industry for 70 years through many ups and downs during that time. I've experienced floods, major recessions more frequently than you might expect, economic shocks, and even other viruses. Uh, while events like World War II in Vietnam and 9-11 seem like distant memories to many of us, they were also shocks to our economy, family, and lives. And yet we persevered through all these events. Uh, although the news today is discouraging and uh, maybe even scary, I wanted to remind you that our industry has proven to be very resilient. Since the 2008 recession, the uh, industry grew much faster than the general uh, economy. Uh, with everyone's efforts, we will emerge from this better and stronger. And there is more, but I think those those first two paragraphs of that yeah. are just really encouraging just to see somebody's perspective that's been in the industry for so long and has seen all those different things and how our industry really has sort of persevered through all of that. And uh, it's just like a really great sort of message to just keep in the back of your head, you know, when, when you are feeling down and, uh, yep. you know, this industry is not going anywhere. No, it's not. It'll be different, though, when uh, everything does come back. I think everything will be different. Uh, I think the important thing is, and, and uh, you kind of hit on this, you know, lean on your support system. These are not easy times, um, but we are a resilient bunch. And when I say we, I mean the promotional products industry. And I could say we as humanity, as Americans, as Canadians, it doesn't matter. I think we are a resilient race. And we will get through this. We will be different. We will be better. We will be stronger. But uh, right now... It's uh, time to kind of look outside and see how you can help your fellow human uh, get through this, whether that's in your house, down the street, or around the block. Guys, great podcast as always. Um, we will, uh, I think we're going to try to do a live one later this week uh, on a promo show, and so uh, we'll send out details for that. Guys, thanks so much. Absolutely. Thank, Thank you, guys. Take care. And remember, it's all over the second we ride up on Troy's bucket. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Promo Corner's Industry Insider. For more great content from industry thought leaders, including podcasts, blogs, and videos, visit promocorner.com.